And welcome to the F Plus Podcast, Terrible Things Read with Enthusiasm. My name is John. And I'm the enthusiastic Isiril Colotl. Oh, very, very enthusiastic. Mm. Very good. I'm glad we got you as the host. So, uh, what's going on with you, Acer? What's been going on with you lately? Well, I'm getting pretty excited. I've got to tell you. I mean, it's Valentine's Day, and all right, yeah. I see. I've been I doing see my due you. diligence. All right, good. good. <laughs> Wait, I got a little governmental on you, didn't I? <laughs> <laughs> it's just fine. Well, we're very proper here at the F Plus. Yeah, I mean, it's it's Valentine's Day. I'm I'm hoping to get a little something special with my wife here. So, I've been to the literary okay. view. I mean, okay. it's literary. Ooh. And they got a list of yeah. of sex scenes, and I thought, all right, I'll get a little Ooh, sexy. Yeah. I'll read some of these things. It's going to be great. Yeah. Well, you know, some writers, yeah. literary review. That sounds classy as hell. Let me let me pull that up. Let me see right. that. Oh, here's your link. Hmm. There. What? I I found it on Google. Mm. I found it on Google already, and yeah. Um, what? I, Acer, I don't think this is what you're thinking about. I mean, it's from the literary review, right? uh, but it's not. I don't follow sex actually, scenes. Arousing or sexier? Come on, Marlon Brando. Marlon Brando. Thomas Pinchon. Come on. No, they're not what I think of as sexy men. Really, I don't. I, I mean, it's like the big. Easier. Like, I, I don't think this is good for. I don't think this is what you're thinking of. Okay. Which say. one this of us? Not... Hey, which one of us is married? Then that'd be I, me. I'm. I'm not. Uh, I guess. Yeah. I guess I don't know bad sex when I see. Well, it I don't. I don't think you know anything about romance. Tell you what. Tell you what. I'm, I'm gonna be Fair scientific enough. about this, if you will. Okay. Okay. Well, when we get the readers, we'll have them read some of this shit. All right. And then we'll, you know, we'll we'll figure out whether this is romantic or not. How about that? Well, yeah. Let's. I guess we'll see how sexy this is. <laughs> let's go. All right. In the room tonight, we have Boots Rain Gear. And then I totally came on her lobster. Nutshell Gulag. You're not coming anywhere near me with that. Bunny bread. Damn, this is sick. A cereal co-op. Reader, and then I bit John. Vortex. <laughs> I'm sorry, but my time here is ogre. Come quads up. Podcast, 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 <laughs> podcast. <laughs> Isfahan. If Lewis Carroll wrote porn, it'd soon a little like this episode. <laughs> and John Toast, reminding you that if you're going to get your balls pinstriped, make sure to do it correctly. <laughs> it was uncomfortably hot in Mary's flat, but Skinner took a seat opposite the fat old woman. Can you help me, he said earnestly. What's your problem? He told her that he believed that he had put a spell on somebody. He wanted to know if this was possible, how he could have done this, and how it could be reversed. Oh, aye, it's possible, Mary regarded him cannily. I can help you, but I need paying first, son. Money's nae too used to me at my age. Her eyes wrinkled. You're a fine-looking laddie, she said harshly. A good cock, son, that's the payment I need. Skinner looked at her and shook his head. Take off your clothes, then. Let me see the goods, Mary rasped in a lecherous cheer. As Skinner undressed, the old woman removed her coat and began to struggle out of a series of cardigans, pinafores, and vests. Lying on the bed, she looked smaller but still monstrous, wrinkled rolls of flabs spilling over the mattress. <laughs> Full aromas rose from the putrefying pools of sweat and dead skin trapped within the folds of her flesh. Thought you'd be bigger, Mary pouted as Skinner removed his Calvin Klein briefs. <laughs> Fucking cheekly old clout. 
Next time I'll bring a strap on, he said bitterly. Ignore him. Mary lay back on the bed and pulled away at the sagging corrugations of her body until she was able to locate her sex. <laughs> I've nae cream to lubricate this. You'll hoof to use spit. Hook it up, she commanded. Oh, God. Ellipsis. Um. Work it in, Mary urged, as Skinner took his thick green slime and spread it like a chef might glaze some pastry, at the same time slowly breaching and exploring. A ludicrously distended clitoris popped out from nowhere like a jack-in-the-box. <laughs> Surprise! <laughs> it bounced around a bit. It had a little hat on. <laughs> the size of a small boy's penis and disconcertingly strangulated groans coming from the bed told Skinner that he was hitting the spot. After a while, she gasped, Pit it in now! Pit it in! The end! Yep. <laughs> oh, holy shit. That's pretty good. <laughs> oh, holy shit. Green! <laughs> Following is a selection by Sh- of, from the from the book Shroud by John Danville, published by Picador. Picador. Halfway through our slow motion lovemaking, she squirmed out from under me, and made me turn on my back, and flipped herself upside down, and lay with her belly on my chest, and took me into her mouth, and would not <laughs> let me go until I'd spent myself against the burning butt of her epiglottis. Oh God. <laughs> <laughs> Then she swiveled right way up again, such an agile girl, and balanced the length of herself along me. <laughs> on her epiglottis. A sprat riding on a shark. And for a second I saw Josette, with her bobbed hair and upturned small breasts, smiling at me in the fish-scale light of Hendai. And something went through me, needle-sharp. That was surprisingly like pain. Maybe it Ooh. was pain. Did you ever think about that? <laughs> needle-sharp! <laughs> and then she pinwheeled on my penis a couple more times. <laughs> Get that look at, you know. Then we flew around the room. <laughs> <laughs> she massaged my hippocampus. <laughs> Seahorse. <laughs> she touched my cerebral cortex in all the right ways. Be Hindlings by Nicola Barker. This atrocity was behind, made behindlings. Behindlings? Behindlings? The behindlings? Behindlings? Whatever. It's like the groundlings or a changeling. It's, it's horrible either way. It's a, it's a changeling, only you've been turned into an ass. Yeah, it's like Lingling, the panda. <laughs> yes, let's think of pandas is, during the second This is about blitz. romanticizing, so it's probably behindlings. Okay, <clears throat> let's go with behindlings. She was now all but naked except for an old-fashioned bra, which looked like it was made from a combination of cream-colored tent fabric and some coordinated bootlaces, mm. and a pair of loosely-fitting, almost-contemporaneous 1920s, 30s? What did he know of historical trends in female undergarments? Cami knickers. Mm. You're the author. Why would I know? <laughs> Hang on, honey. Let me look up on my iPhone undergarment trends. Second. The knickers hung off her hips, revealing her body was hairless. She was white as a maggot. <laughs> oh boy. Oh, yeah. Her boners Her breasts inside those hockey shoelace cricket white contraptions. <laughs> oh, shit. Deliriously full and slack. The tangle 
Then his teeth were pulling too, but only very gently, and the laces were dampened, and the ancient moth-smelling cricket pad, English lawn, green wax-rubbing cotton, and the flesh just to the left of it, and to the right of it, and the damper flesh, pinkened by the pressure of fabric just under the tightness. They were suddenly on the tiles hot below the scrape, and pale in the knickers, loose as butter fabric, slipping with the ineluctable pleat of five fingers, each with... She had five fingers, and they had that pressure-warm push and determined force of... of... Snout. Bread de Bread? 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 Is that you? Busy what? as any kind of sharp-nosed, wild, white, woodland creature you might care to mention in the ice-cold snow of winter with the searing hot scarlet of... of... Snow fox! Teeth! Fur! Claw! Combined into... Arthur Young! Man of history! <laughs> yif, yif. <laughs> Lay there, pulsating, whipped and panting, eyes without irises, purple flowering, calm as a log split, and crashed into the moss-sodden forest of infinite languor, while she bit and tunneled and dug him over. I have never been more aroused or confused. (laughs) I'm just confused. So I want to get a duet on. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, we're gonna oh, do yeah. this duet here. Where are we going? I'm gonna fulfill my every fantasy with you, Ever Bunny. Damn, this is every yeah. fantasy. Ivory I... and ivory working together. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sorry. That doesn't Aww. make any sense, but okay. Please no. do the honors. Introduce. Uh, okay, this is Wild Ginger, I guess, by Anchi Min, and uh, published by the Women's Press. Oh, good women! I'm sure this is yeah. really sensible and you know sensuous. That's yeah. we're pressing women. Yeah. <laughs> to writing this. He leaned over and said. Take off your shirt. No, why? I hunger only for you. I began to laugh. Go to Mao quotations. Fill your stomach with them. Come on, and Chairman Mao teaches us. A thousand years. What? <laughs> <laughs> I'm Come trying on, to man. chew on these Mao quotations. <laughs> A thousand years is too long. Cease the moment. He grabbed me. Chairman Mao also teaches us a revolution is an insurrection, an act of violence by which one class overthrows another. Chairman Mao again teaches us. I put the bun. I put down the buns and wrestled with him. <laughs> <laughs> we were cooking while we were of having course sex we were. And talking about Chairman. Yeah, or okay. she just had my ass in her hands. And <laughs> put those down. Could you give me my ass back for just a moment? I'm going to need that to sit down. <laughs> And then wrestle. Yes. <laughs> How else would I be a chairman? <laughs> <laughs> oh, 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 everybody's nice. toast tonight. <laughs> Yay. The situation must change. It is the task of the people of the whole world to put an end to the aggression and the oppression perpetrated by imperialism. Oh, God, I'm so hot. Damn. He went wild. If the U.S. monopoly capitalist groups persist in pushing their policies of aggression and war, the day is bound to come when they will be hanged by the people of the whole world. You could feel your body blowing, I know that much. (laughs) I was unable to continue the reciting. Oh, wait. Uh, that, yeah, you were on... Oh, is this me? Yeah. Okay. Yeah, whatever. Uh, don't stop. Don't you stop, Maple. Maple? <laughs> You're Maple, I guess. Yep. Okay. Don't you stop, Maple. Show your faith in Chairman Mao. Demonstrate your loyalty. Page 156. Speech at the Moscow meeting of communist and workers' parties. Come on, now. <laughs> Wait, is this, is this Treant fan? Yeah, I was actually thinking maybe I'm Syrup. She's been arguing <laughs> like communism I... with Syrup the whole time. Wait, maybe I'm Maple? Because it says I began afterwards. Oh. Oops. Well, oh. Am I talking to myself? I 
This is the way it was formatted. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. Um, I genuinely don't know. By the way, was the big moment when when they said speech at the Moscow meeting of communists and workers' parties? Because if not, I think I might have jumped the gun. Uh, <laughs> it's okay. This is Whatever. a long passage. You, know, yeah, it was pretty you can good, get yeah. back in it. it it's, all right. It is my opinion, I began, that the international situation has now reached a new turning point. I stopped. My thoughts suddenly scattered. The pleasure was too overwhelming. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, boy. Is this like the news porn channel? Next on Siemens, man. <laughs> uh, I guess this next line is yours. Okay. Go on, people. Go on. We're both uh, yeah. you, you do that one. Oh, is it? No, I think he's, you're still talking. Okay. Go on, Mabel. Go on. There are two winds in the world today. He caressed me, his hands cupping my what? breasts from behind. The east wind... Tweak, tweak, and the West Wind. Tweak, tweak. That's what I'm going to name them anyways. <laughs> there was a Chinese saying, either the East Wind, pinch, prevails over the West Wind, pinch, pinch, or the West Wind, tweak, twist, prevails over the East Wind, cupping full. We've... <laughs> God damn it. Come on. And then the East Wind goes, what are you thinking <laughs> We were breathless. He insisted we continue reciting. I tasted his sweat as I went on. It is a characteristic of the situation today that the east wind is prevailing over the west wind. That is to say, the forces of socialism have become overwhelmingly superior to the forces of imperialism. Uh, you can... Okay. <laughs> Our bodies came together again. He groaned, Oh, Chairman Mao! Damn! <laughs> Damn! <laughs> is from Will by Christopher Rush. Oh, glorious pubes! <laughs> That's pretty good! Yeah. Pubes, glorious pubes. Hot sausage of The mustard. ultimate triangle. Whose angles delve to hell, but point to paradise. What? Sex and geometry. <laughs> Let me sing the black banner, the blackbird's wing, the chink, the cleft, the keyhole in the door. So offensive. (laughs) The fig, the fanny, the cranny, the quim. I'd come close to it now, this sudden blush, this ancient avenue. The end of all odysseys, an epic aim of life. Pulling at my prick now, pulling like a lodestone. (laughs) (laughs) How is lodestone spelt? That is how lodestone is that spelled. That is how lodestone is spelled. Yep. No, I, I, I'm not reading it, so I was just asking him. Oh, no, it's spelled correctly. Yeah. Oh, I was wondering if it was spelled in other <laughs> That kind no, of lodestone. He, he's talking about magnets. Yeah. Wait. Sadly. Anne Hathaway's cow-milking fingers. <laughs> <laughs> That's my favorite um, cartoon adaptation of cow-milking fingers. A sneak peek at dark, The Dark Knight Rises. <laughs> Cradling my balls in her almond palm. Oh, that's what? a good chocolate bar. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, now took pity on the poor, anguished erection, and <laughs> in the thing. infinite agony of her desire, guided it to the quick of the wound. Uh, uh, wait, was he... Maybe there's some stabbing that was going on. Yeah, there. were they, like, beating yes. the shit out of each other? And that's gonna go all guar. <laughs> <laughs> At the same time, I searched wildly with the fingers of my left hand, 
groping blind as Cyclops, found the pulpy furred wetness, uh, parted the uh. old lips of time, and <laughs> slipped my middle finger into the Sancta Sanctorum. Wait, so parted the lips of time, and then where did your middle finger go? Did it come out in, like, 1955? Or... <laughs> yeah. Like, oh, no. Now my, my hand is fading. No, my he's... parents don't get back together. <laughs> no, Saint, no, I Saint think Torum, what he did is he I think he just shot the bird at a U.S. politician. I, I, I think <laughs> this episode of Doctor Who makes me feel fun. <laughs> I think that's... Uh, I, I think that's Rick's mother. <laughs> it welcomed me with soft sucking sounds. Syllables older than language. Solace lovelier than words. Oh, God. She pulled my hand away, positioned the prick, fired her buttocks deep into the grass, raised her thighs back high, crossed her legs behind my back, dug her heels into my spine, and hauled at me savagely and hard. I fell into her. It was exhilarating to be bounded in a nutshell. Oh, no! No! (laughs) Name drop! And count myself a king of infinite space! That's what he yells out every time he Jesus. Okay. I'm gonna try that. I mean, will it? But Anne Hathaway was a cruel queen. Her her calves crushed my ribs, her crossed heels digging in hard, drawing me in deeper. She responded with those cries that men long to hear, the sweet, deep moaning sounds that echo the sigh of oceans, the ebb and flow of fields, the sigh of stars. Okay, so... He's making it seem like she was like a Venus flytrap. <laughs> so it's like, I'm going to have sex with her. She just clamped down onto him. Now he can't escape. That is also a Venus flytrap that is also somehow a boat. Yes. <laughs> Venus boat trap. So we drank from one another, clung together on the ship. I was kidding. I was kidding when I said that. Jeez. <laughs> it's also a boat. No, you're right, though. You're right. Clung together on the ship we'd made of ourselves, breasting the irrelevance of time. (laughs) What? What? Oh, God. All around us, nature joined in. Streamers of heat lashed my back and shoulders, and far beneath me now, the body of Anne Hathaway? Oh, God, she's dead. (laughs) Oh, no. Began to rage and founder in the rising foam as I clung like a mariner to her heaving haunches. (laughs) The the deep keel of her backbone dipping and lifting through July. Uh, What is... Just random words. (laughs) What is this fanfiction for again? (laughs) This is actual published fiction. This is is published. Someone will give him money in exchange for this. Is this pitchfork erotica? (laughs) I was thinking it's like whenever those... Spam bots try to post a message on a forum where it's like, I have good things heaving haunches lifting through July. My Viagra <laughs> and Hathaway. <laughs> through the green surge of growth, till at last the moment came when some colossal wave flung her up high and I held on for my life, and she screamed loud and long, then oh, then oh, <laughs> then oh. <laughs> My true love said, and I felt death go through her. Oh no. Uh, You killed her with your dick! (laughs) (laughs) It's the dick reaper he's come to collect. It's the grain reaper. Our vessel ran shuddering onto the rocks, 
A wave of wetness ran through us. The air was rent with screams, and I became aware that the bank on which we lay drenched and grounded was Journey's End, Love's End, the very sea mark of our utmost sail. Hot. And then I I just all over her back. (laughs) I like how far he carried that metaphor. Did he and care? Then our, and then the he boat of our love was raided by Somalian pirates as we scourged the seas. He carried it as far as he needed, as as far as he needed to, until he needed a Kleenex. And then, oh, and then she died. Like, okay, I'm done. Is this Christopher far. Rush narrating him watching like the Princess Diaries? Or I... <laughs> oh boy. Black Swan Green by David Mitchell. If Don Madden's breasts were a pair of Danishes, Debbie Crombie's got two space hoppers, each armed with a gribbly nipple. Tom, you kissed them in turn, and his saliva glistened in the April sun. I know watching was wrong, but I couldn't not. Tom, you slipped off her red panties and stroked the cressy hair there. If you want me to stop, Madam Crombie, you have to say now. Oh, Master Yu, she crudled. Don't you dare. Tom Yu got on her and sort of jiggled there, and she gasped like he was giving her a Chinese burn and wrapped her legs (laughs) round him froggily. (laughs) (laughs) Now he moved up and down, man from Atlantis Wait, what? What? What was that adverb? You heard me, man from Atlantis like the TV show. <laughs> it's it's Atlantis, Lee? Atlantis, Atlantis Lee. Lee. Atlantis Lee, Lee. yes. Yeah, that doesn't really matter. <laughs> okay. <laughs> his silver chain jiggled on his neck. Now her grubby soles met like they were praying. Now his skin was glazed in roast pork sweat. Now <laughs> she made a noise like a tortured moomin troll. <laughs> now Tom Yu's body jerk jerked. Stutterly jackknifed, and a noise like a ripping cable tore out of him. Once more, like he'd been booted in the balls. <laughs> Her fingernails had sunk salmony welts into his arse. Debbie Crombie's mouth made a perfect O. <laughs> I like. I like. Yeah, he okay. made. She made a noise like a tortured moomin troll. You know, That's moomins, pretty like much the what, what, what drew, drew me to the whole thing was yeah, the like fact the that yes, the moomins were in there. Yeah, that's like saying he made a noise like a Pikachu getting stepped on. Like the equivalent of that. He made a noise like somebody shaking a Smurf real hard. <laughs> Tread softly by Wendy Perriam. And published by Peter Owen. He liked it so much he wanted to publish it. She lay back on the bed while he positioned himself above her. Then she slid her feet up his chest and onto his shoulders. Mr. Hughes' shoulders. She closed her eyes, saw his darkest treacle uh, treacle toffee eyes glazing down at her. Oh, gazing down at her. Sorry. Weirdly, he was clad in pinstripes at the same time as being naked. Pinstripes were exotic. The uniform of fathers. Two-dimensional fathers. Even Mr. Hughes' penis had a seductive pin-striped foreskin. Um. Enticingly rough, yet soft inside her. The jargon he'd used at the consultation had become bewitching love talk. Dislocation of the second MTPG. Titanium hemi-implant. Yes, she whispered back. Dorsal subluxation. Flexion deformity of the first metatarsal. They were building up a rhythm. An electrifying rhythm with long, fierce, sliding strokes interspersed with gasping cries. 
Wait, Ralph panted. Let's do it the other way. <laughs> Swiftly he withdrew, arranged her on her hands and knees, and knelt above her on the bed. It was even better that way, tighter, more exciting. She cupped his pinstripe balls, felt him <laughs> thrust more urgently in response. <laughs> oh, yes, she shouted, screwing up her face in concentration, tossing back her hair. Yes, oh, Malcolm, yes. I, uh, I was looking into pinstriping my junk, but it's a lot more expensive than you'd imagine. <laughs> It's, it's like if you dropped that, acid and then you blacked out and you woke up and this was in Microsoft Word. <laughs> I think this won that year just because they saw pinstripe balls are like, all right, we got it. We're done. <laughs> this is uh, From Apple by Richard Millwood. And this was published like Faber. She had on no knickers, and her heart went crash-bang-wallop, and my eyes popped out. <laughs> she hadn't shaved, and her fatty looked like a tropical fish or a bit of old carpet. <laughs> so you just gotta sit there, Abby asked, and I laughed nervously. I was hardening up, but it was all a bit of a shock, really. All I'd had planned that night was listening to a selection of records and maybe some homework. I tried to go down on her, thinking back to the razzle and how the boys did it and all that. But my heart wasn't in it. Her cunt smelled a bit like an armpit. And when I pulled up the lips open, I knew I'd have to shut them numerous times or else I'd die of AIDS or I'd fall into it. <laughs> John, like, John that, that, you're, you're the Dick Van Dyke of us. <laughs> I was going to say, the crocodile hunter got really weird. Like Tobbins and Boppas, Governor. <laughs> That's what I oh, you're, you're going for Cockney? I was Australian. I, I did too. All, I was like, throwing another trip on the Barbie American there. to me. <laughs> How can you how can you say that first sentence in any other way? <laughs> I challenge you. Too beautiful for you by Rod Little. Oh, wait, man. wait, that's a real okay. That's a real name. Yeah, that's sure, of course. Mm -hmm. he chose. He, he, mm. didn't, he didn't think about his porn name. <laughs> Joanne hung with her head flung back over the side of the bed. Her hair splayed out across the floor, which required Christian to cling onto her waist so they both didn't fall off. And then, after a modicum of congenial thrusting, she came with the exhilarating whoops and pant hoots of a troop of rhesus monkeys. <laughs> which was flattering, if alarming. I would go with alarming. <laughs> alarming. <laughs> Paul ejaculates voluminously, and with very great force indeed. <laughs> In fact, he keeps on and on ejaculating. There's loads of the stuff. Out it all comes, pint after pint. And he begins to wonder if it will ever cease. It's like the Sophie. Energizer Bunny. It's a problem. <laughs> Sophie the Minx trails the back of her hand across the back of his penis. What a wonderful trick, thinks Paul, vaguely, lost in a chemical oblivion, Still and delicately but decisively arches her body away from him to avoid the ostentatious spurting, which continues for so long that Paul becomes embarrassed and wonders if there's maybe something seriously wrong with him. Is it normal? When... <laughs> it was when the dehydration... It's when the dehydration kicks in that he really starts to wonder. When, eventually, it does stop. They cling to opposite sides of the mattress, well away from the vast lagoon of semen in the center of the bed. <laughs> the creature of the white lagoon. <laughs> A thick coldness which will still be damp when Paul awakes the next morning. His dreams are furred with a strange sort of exhaustion. A strange sort of exhaustion that comes from gushing all over semen. 
one's called Winkler. That's by Giles. Oh, 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 oh shit! Winkler. That's oh, do it, do it, please do it, autistic. <laughs> Winkler. <laughs> oh yes. Do it. You know you have to do it, autistic. I'm not gonna. I'm not gonna stop. But You're I, damn I, right. So you don't, don't, okay. Don't try Perfect. to talk while I'm doing this. <laughs> All right. Okay. And he came hard in her mouth, and his dick jumped around and rattled on her teeth, and he blacked out. And she took his dick out of her mouth and lifted herself from his face and whipped the pillow away. And he gasped and he glugged at the air. And he came hard again, so that his dick wrenched out of her hand, and a shot of it hit him straight in the eye and stung like nothing he'd ever had in there. And then he yelled with pain, but the yell could have been anything. And she grabbed his dick, which was leaping around like a shower dropped in an empty bath. She scratched his back deeply with nails of both hands, and he shot three times in thick stripes on her chest. Like Zora. (laughs) (laughs) Fantastic. What the fuck? The Crimson Petal and the White by Michael Faber. Brought to you by Cannongate. <laughs> Sugar pretending to seduce an invisible man, begging him in a voice almost hysterical with lust. Oh, you must let me stroke your balls. They are so beautiful, like like a dog turd. <laughs> what? <laughs> a dog turd nestling under your... Your what? Shush had such a good word for it. A word to make you wet yourself. But Caroline has forgotten the word, and now it's not the time to ask. Passage two? What? <laughs> That's really written. <laughs> yes, oh yes, she whispers, and embraces the small of his back to take more of him inside. She kisses him tenderly. Their sexes are cleaved together. Their genders are joining at the hip. I don't know how that works. <laughs> Their sexes are cleaved together. They are one flesh. A swirl of cloud folds around their conjoined bodies like a blanket as they drift through the balmy waves of eternity, borne along like swimmers by rhythmic currents and their own urgent thrusts. <laughs> Who would ever have thought it could be like this, she says. Like a dog turd. Don't talk now, bitch, he sighs, <laughs> as he shifts his hands down from her shoulder blades to the cheeks of her behind. You're always talking. Shut the fuck up. <laughs> She laughs, knowing it's... No. (laughs) Bye, bunny bread. She laughs. What the stuff? Who knows? (laughs) She laughs, knowing it's true. I do never shut the fuck up. (laughs) The pressure of his chest against her bosom is at once comforting and arousing. Her nipples are swollen. Her birth passage sucks and swallows in its hunger for his seed. (laughs) On a... (laughs) She was pretty good, but her birth passage fucking That's how they rate it on the the, the high class prostitute website. <laughs> Her birth canal, <laughs> you know. <laughs> on a great flank of cloud, they roll and wreathe until her passion rushes through her body like a fire, and she thrashed her head from side to side, gasping with joy. A second ago, it was present tense. Now it's past tense, and we just can't keep track. <gasps> Shut the fuck up. <laughs> What you see is it's reverse chronological, so it makes oh, sense. Okay. Oh, <laughs> it's like Tarantino style. This is Dorian by Will Self. Ah, uh, yes. Who is a Viking? <laughs> <laughs> 
In one fluid movement, Herman rolled forward onto his knees, grasped Dorian by the shoulders, and kissed him. Such suction. <laughs> they Squidward, were like no. <laughs> they were like two flamingos, each attempting <laughs> standing on one foot. <laughs> <laughs> Turning pink That's from the food move. they eat. <laughs> they were like two flamingos, each attempting to filter the nutriment out of the other with great slurps of their muscular tongues. I don't think that's a word. Adam's <laughs> apples bobbed in the crap gloaming. <laughs> <laughs> I gotta start jerking off more at the zoo. <laughs> uh. This is The Crime Sar by... Nicola McAuliffe. It's all right. I won't break, she whispered. She felt him aware of his size and weight, his care not to hurt her. She moved to accommodate him and felt the blind probings before he slipped inside her. He was bigger than she had remembered. She tilted her hips and felt the weight of his balls on her... What? <laughs> Small expanse of skin between vagina and anus? <laughs> Perineum? Was that it? Her mind screamed, Shut up, Lucy! You're not doing the cosmopolitan crossword now! <laughs> her mind was wandering. <laughs> what the hell is that thing called? Do you know while you're fucking me? I mean, the other minute? Did you tell me? <laughs> This is going to bug me the whole time we're fucking. You're just going <laughs> yeah, exactly. to... Just call it a dog bully. turd. <laughs> uh, I'm only going to put half of this one because it's very long. And really, oh. I think the first half pretty much hits it. Mm, really? It's Fan Tan by Marlon Brando and oh dear. Donald Camel. Wait, yeah. wow. that Marlon Brando? That the Marlon know, Brando some... that writes smut, yeah. <laughs> if you know of any other Marlon Brandos, maybe it's that one. Let's all imagine Marlon Brando having sex right now. <laughs> the island of Dr. Moreau it was all downhill from there, so who knows. Well, after I'm done this, you'll be the judge of where his career is now. <laughs> In a moment, Annie was on his side. Madame Lay was like a plant growing over him, and her little fist, holding the biggest black pearl was up his asshole, oh. planting the pearl in the most appreciated place. Um, not, oh, thank not you. in the asshole. <laughs> I've been wanting it there forever. <laughs> oh, Lord, he cried out, I'm a-coming! <laughs> <laughs> I'm a-coming! Jumping Jehoshaphat! <laughs> Great horn and toads! There's a jizzin' in here! <laughs> I'm just gonna imagine him with Foghorn Leghorn's voice for the rest of this. <laughs> I'm thinking more, I'm thinking more of Yosemite Sam. I'm the rootinest, tootinest, sexoutest. <laughs> she could not answer. It is the one drawback of fellatio as conscientious as hers that eliminates the chance for small talk and poetry alike. But nothing is exactly perfect in this life, and for Anne Doltry, the delicate but firm pressure on his rare parts was in perfect harmony with the eruption of his cock. <laughs> he came and he came. We are dealing with a hero here. <laughs> At one point... His lover backed away to inspect the unaltered gush of it, like a plumber saying to a customer, 
Don't blame me. This water supply will stop when the dam's empty. <laughs> okay. That's a sexy image right there. Okay. Dermukti and Other Tales of Woe by Will Self. <laughs> Whimpering and grinding his teeth, Shiva swung open the gate and entered another of the fields on his funny farm. He herded the cow into the hoof-cratered corner by the water trough, then slipped his trousers off so he could mount her. His first wife, Sandra, bucked and mooed beneath him. Despite the tumult of upheaving flesh, Shiva still noticed, with lofty, brahminical pity, the sprinkling of livid spots on the inside of her anal cleft. Sandra's conical fingers, which resembled jeweler's ring trees, dug into an earthen bolster, and her high-pitched bellows rent the rapidly compressing atmosphere. Whoa. I'm going to assume since wow. she had fingers that it was actually a, a person that he was having sex God. with and not a cow. But maybe he's a centaur uh, chick. I, I uh, it was it was unclear at one yeah. point. Yeah, she's a when cow. They, yeah, cow centaur. When they talk about Shiva, they mean like destroyer of worlds, Hindu god, right? Uh, I mean that's the only thing that makes sense. I fucking think, cows. I think they're talking about they're either talking about the cow, <laughs> talking about the if Final Fantasy could, summon, maybe. But I think Shim, Shiva's a lady. This is a lobster by Guillaume Le Cable. Guillaume Le Cable. Ooh, you just got out fresh, bitch. <laughs> oh. Um, she reached the staircase and climbed the first step, but the cold was numbing her mind. She fainted, upright and motionless, with seawater up to her belly. Lobster swam to her purple feet. What? Cut off the bloodless hand with his pincers. Oh. This is a new sentence. <laughs> Cut off the bloodless hand with his pincers and climbed up the inside of the leg as far as the clenched knees. He was amazed at the pleasure he felt from being held this way. His pincers slipped between, <laughs> his pincers slipped between the thighs, prizing them gently apart. His feelers were just able to reach the satin of the panties. They fluttered, made the labia quiver. Under the shimmering material, a hint of life was returning. Angelina's thighs relaxed. Lobster pulled back his feelers tensed and released his tail. His strokes were fast and powerful. He was making headway. He sank himself into her warming muscles. His tail did not falter. He moved forward, a centimeter at a time. Yes! <laughs> Suddenly he could see the fabric clearly. Glistening for a while. Oh. Uh. Am I too quiet? You are quiet all of a yeah, sudden. A we just assumed quiet. you were having an emotional moment there. <laughs> okay. Yeah, it was a dramatic finish. I'm going to say, these Little to... Mermaid sequels need to stop. Yeah. <laughs> 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 Under your one. skirt! <laughs> <laughs> Beautiful. Boy Meets Girl by Ali Smith. And then Brought they to you fuck. by Canongate. Her hand opened me. Then her hand became a wing. Then everything about me became a wing, a single wing, and she was the other wing. We were a bird. <laughs> we were a bird that could sing Mozart. Her beautiful head was down at my breast. She caught me between her teeth just once. She pulled the nip into nipple like the cub of a foxwood. Was that her tongue? Was that what they meant when they said flames had tongues? I was hard, all right, and then I was sinew. I was a snake. I changed stone to snake in three simple strokes. Stoke, 
stake, snake. And then I was a tree whose branches were all budded knots. And what were those felty buds? Were they antlers? Were antlers really growing out of both of us? Was my whole front furring over? And were we the same pelt? Were our hands black shining hooves? Were we kicking? Were we bitten? We were blades. We're a knife that could cut through myth. We're two knives thrown by a magician. We're arrows fired by a god. We hit heart. We hit home. We were the tail of a fish. We're the reek of a cat. We're the beak of a bird. We're the feather that mastered gravity. We're high above every landscape, then down deep into the purple haze of the heather. We're Roman in a gloaming, in a brash, unending Scottish piece of perfect jigging, reeling, real. Can we really keep this up? What? What the fuck was going on there? Yeah. What the hell was any of that? Yeah. <laughs> then we were and like then wing the and a broke. And then boy met girl. <laughs> boy met wing. Met a boy antler. never met a girl in that, that paragraph. You're right. Well, yeah, but there's, there's a whole book for, for that. No, that's you true. Can't rush into the boy meeting the girl. First, well, at least we got. There's got it. First, there's got to be pelt and antlers and jigging. You know what? Somebody said to Ali Smith, "I bet you can't write a book where you just, you just say stoke stake snake." In a paragraph, and it actually makes sense in the paragraph. And it's like, I got you. It's going to happen. Uh. From Absurdistan by Gary Stegoranol. Brought to you by Granta. This is page 201. Proceed. You want to pop me? <laughs> She said, this must have been some newfangled youth term. The verb <laughs> to pop. I want to bust a knot inside you, shorty. I said, I want to make you sweat, boo. Let's do this thing. I'd like to say that she stepped out of her jeans. But in truth, it took a while to maneuver two large dimpled buttocks and the accompanying vaginal wedge out of the hard shell of her Miss Sixty Denims. We hussed and sweated. I heard her hanging on the off the edge of the bed while I gripped the cuffs of her jeans. I nearly pulled a groin muscle getting her naked. But through it all, I stayed hard. A testament to how much I wanted her. She kept her t-shirt on throughout the initial popping, which is just how I like my sex. Infused with a little mystery. A murder mystery for the most part. I slipped my hands beneath the cotton tea and felt the smooth creamery of her breasts while saving the visuals of those brown glossy globes for later. Her vagina was all that. As... <laughs> the bag of well, chips. That's good. The bag of chips was nowhere to be found at the moment. But, <laughs> as they say in the urban media, a powerful ethnic muscle urban scented by bitter melon. An ethnic muscle. <laughs> Her burka was flexing. <laughs> the breezes of the local sea and the sweaty needs of a tiny nation trying to breed itself into a future. Was it especially hairy? Good lord, yes it was. <laughs> Mountains of kinkiness black as the night above the Serengeti with paprika shoots her at the edges. <laughs> The pubic hair alone must have clocked in at half a kilo. Well, I did weigh it, yes, of course. I sold it later on the black market. Half a kilometer. <laughs> half a kilometer. <laughs> While providing the inspiration for two discernible trails of hair, one running up to the navel, the other to the base of the spine. I. Jesus, this bitch hairy. <laughs> 
<laughs> I wish that was a line in there. As so they she... say in the urban media, not bitch Harry. <laughs> so she pretty much has like a, a pussy mohawk. Like it goes all the way yes. front to back. Yes, she's like Stripe from Gremlins. <laughs> you know, you know. Let's be fair. This is probably the best form of a sex scene written by Tom Wolfe we're ever going to get. <laughs> Little literary joke. Keep going. I don't breathe, so shit. <laughs> okay. Naturally, considering my size, she got on top of me. But given her impressive overall body mass and natural resilience, I could see a day when we could broach the missionary position. Not that there's anything special in attacking a poor woman that way. Attacking a poor I, <laughs> I do the yes. missionary, missionary position with a gun. After we had fussed with the condom, I reached for her pubes, but she slapped me away. These preliminaries did not interest her. Instead, she just plain mounted me, holding on to my tits for balance, slipping me inside with no effort. <laughs> How fat am I? <laughs> pretty fat! <laughs> pretty damn fat! I'll tell you. If she's having to hang on to my tits to stay on top, that's how wobbly I am. I am a fucking waterbed with a penis. <laughs> You're a walrus. Walrus <laughs> porn. Slipping me inside with no effort. Both vaginal lips working to usher me into a tightness. I find it cliched when couples insist that they have the perfect fit. But between the busted up zigzag Broadway boogie woogie, as they say in the urban media, of my, of my maligned purple and the all-encompassing nature of her Caspian Pizda, we reached a third way, as it were. That is to say, she rode me. It oh, well, why didn't you just say that? Because <laughs> I had to describe how goddamn fat I am. <laughs> it's and how word. wrecked his dick is. That's awesome. <laughs> I also had to make up some words that I think black people say. <laughs> it was all very classy and contemporary. Like oh, a yeah. modern art survey course at NYU. <laughs> Gosh, remind me not to go there. Oh, and here we have the modern piece fat douche fucks a lady who's black. <laughs> All right. I wanted to have the slogan, I rode Misha Weinberg, imprinted on her t shirt. Yeah, do me. <laughs> she kept saying. After issuing a few grunts so male and assertive, they startled me into a brief homosexual fear. A fear compounded by one of her sharp nails digging into my tight rectum. Do me, Daddy. She said, her eyes closed, her thighs slapping against my upper and lower stomachs. My own... <laughs> my own tits. Really fucking fat. <laughs> my own tits making wet noises against my frame. <laughs> Just like that. She said, stealing a brief glance at me and then turning her head to the side so that I could lick her ear and plunge into her neck. Just like that. <laughs> With each stroke, I, I grew more impatient for Bubba Fett to bring me Han Solo. <laughs> <laughs> yeah! I said, I'm fucking you, boo! <laughs> but the words did not convince me. I'm busting my nut tonight! I said. <laughs> my pussy feels so tight. She sang back in perfect ghetto English. Guitar, Nacho. Ghetto English. Ouch! I said. She was crushing my pubic bone, grinding into it. Ouch! I repeated. Baby doll! Ouch! Just a minute, Pops. She said. Just give me a minute. Do me right. Just like that. Move up a little! I said. Move up. It hurts my bone. 
just like that. She said. My bone hurts. I said. <laughs> I'm losing it. Ah! She shouted. She's gonna snap off. Fuck me. <laughs> she leaned back. I slipped out. Her thighs trembled before me, and I felt a warm, abundant liquid spreading on my own thighs, not sure which of us had issued it. My bedroom was filled with the smell of a (laughs) Come on, what was it filled with? (laughs) Oh, boy. My... My bedroom was filled with the smell of asparagus and related greenery. She said again Fuck me (laughs) The end Yay Oh Oh. no Oh no I am Charlotte Simmons By Tom Wolfe Hear me Hoyt began moving his lips as if he were trying to suck the ice cream off the top of a cone without using his teeth. She tried to make her lips move in sync with his. The next thing she knew, Hoyt had put his hand sort of under her thigh and hoisted her leg up over his thigh. What was she to do? (laughs) Was this the point? She should say, stop? No, she shouldn't put it that way. It would be much cooler to say, no. Hoyt, in an even voice, the way you would talk to a dog that insists on begging at the table. (laughs) Okay. That's why I was hit with a newspaper throughout my college career. Slither, slither, went the tongue. (laughs) Oh. But the hand that was what she tried to concentrate on, the hand, since it has the entire terrain of her torso to explore and not just the... Oh, torrinolaryngeological caverns. Oh, God. That is totally <laughs> sir. It was that not just the at the border eye. where the flesh of I'm the sorry. breast joins the pectoral sheath of the chest. No! The hand was cupping her entire right. Now! She must say no, Hoyt, and talk to him like a dog. <laughs> Ellipsis. Ellipsis. <laughs> The fingers went under the elastic of the panties. Moan. 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 Went Hoyt as he slithered. 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 And caress. 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 Went the fingers. Until they must only be eighths of inches from the border of her public hair. <laughs> oh, the public hair. The one that she shares with the general populace. <laughs> the, the hair on top of her head, I would assume, yeah, right? That's the one. What's that? Her panties were so wet down. Ellipsis. There. Dash. The fingers had definitely reached the outer stand of the field of pubic hair and would soon plunge into the wet mess that was raiding right. Ellipsis. There. There. Dash. <laughs> oh. Uh, Man, these people are doing a great job of making sex so not sexy. I know, but there's abstinence education. This is all you need. I don't understand. (laughs) 
I'm seriously, I really like the. Ever um, since Chuck E. Cheese, uh, like you know, was bought over by was bought out by Chris <laughs> Cole, yeah. and they repurposed the animatronic robots for like <laughs> <laughs> that weird found... purple thing that like has the weird mouth and like, a redneck. That's or my whatever, penis. Going, harass, harass. <laughs> From the late Hector Kipling by David Thewlis. What's it called? I want to follow along. Just get in a second. I, it's called the, the late, late Hector Kipling, Kipling is oh, called the late oh, I'm sorry. Hector <laughs> Kipling. Oh, God. All right. This is not pleasurable. How could anyone find having burning hot candle wax dripped onto their flesh of their belly pleasurable? Uh, but I don't want to tell her to stop, because the last time I told her to stop, I got belted in the mouth. <laughs> She wears an average of three rings on each finger. God, Mom was right. This lousy CT does stink. No wonder Dad's in the hospital. I might as well be joining him by the end of the night. I think I'm still inside her, but quite honestly, it's difficult to tell. Avanti! (laughs) (laughs) You fucker! She draws and brings the flame up close to my left nipple. You pathetic little fucker! She tries to light it like a wick. Ow! Oh shit! My nipple's on fire! She poured lighter fluid on my chest and my tits got up in flames like some dessert in a posh restaurant. (laughs) Fuck, Rosa! Ah! For fuck's sake! Blow it out! Blow it out! Okay, baby. She whispers, suddenly gentle. Okay, my angel. And with this, she reaches around and pours half a can of Stella over my scorched chest. (laughs) (laughs) I'm beginning to regret that I ever invited her in. (laughs) (laughs) how's that she says lowering her head and lapping up the ale that nice that nice baby no i scream no no rosa that is not fucking nice it bloody kills she cracks me across the face with the back of her hand grips my throat spits in my eye and scrapes her nails across my scalded flesh and that's when i come (laughs) <laughs> oh yes, that's when the core of my soul spasms and snaps, spilling out its filthy pips. Huh. Yeah. Oh. So was she just like delivering a candy gram or something? And said, <laughs> come on in, and while you're here. This is Against the Day by Thomas Pinchon. Oh no. Oh boy. Oh boy. <laughs> Mouffette? She's a papillon, a sort of French lady's lapdog. Oh, God. Uh, you say, gears in his mind beginning to crank. Lap? French? Lapdog? Somehow gathering that Ruperta had trained her toy spaniel to provide intimate French caresses of the tongue for the pleasure of its mistress. Uh. Mm. Well, you two are pretty close then, I guess. I love my ickle woof woof as I do! (laughs) Oh, God. Time passes. His thoughts taking wing. The day alone with a French lap dog, who might be more than happy to do for Reef what he was obviously already doing for old Pert here, who, in fact, maybe all this time has just been drooling for one them penises for a change. (laughs) And will turn out to know... And will turn out to know... Plenty of tricks. Uh, uh, and 
Well, it took a while for Roberta to get her toilette perfect and her bustle out the door. Reef found himself pacing and smoking, and whenever he took a look over at Muffette, could have sworn she was fidgeting too. The dog, it seemed to Reef, was giving him sidewise looks, which, if they'd come from a woman, you would have had to call flirtatious. Finally, after an extended farewell notable for its amount of saliva exchange, Muffet slowly padded over to the divan where Reef was sitting and jumped up to sit next to him. Jumping on the furniture was something Ruperta seldom allowed her to do, and her gaze as Reef clearly assumed that he would not get upset. Far from it, what he actually got was an erection. Oh, surprise twist here. Why wouldn't, yeah, why wouldn't they? Oh, God. <laughs> Muffet looked at it, looked away, looked back, and suddenly jumped up on his lap. Oh boy, oh boy, he stroked the diminutive <laughs> spaniel for a while, until, with no warning, she jumped off the couch and slowly went into the bedroom, looking back now and again over her shoulder. <laughs> um, I'm just going to sniff it in something more comfortable. <laughs> <laughs> Reef oh, followed, taking out his penis, breathing heavily through his mouth. Here, Muffy. Nice big dog bone for you right here. Uh, Look at this. Yeah, seen many of these lately? Come on. Smells good, don't it? Mmm, yum. And so forth. Muffet, meantime, angling her head, edging closer, sniffing with curiosity. That's right. Now, uh, uh, open up. Good girl. Good, Muffet. Now let's just put this to... Yag! Reader? She bit him. <laughs> Hooray! Yay! Oh, the good guy wins. Finally a happy ending. <laughs> this is Bunker 13 by Aniruda Bachal by Faber und Faber. She is taking off her blouse. It's on the floor. Her breasts are plucked for the endomorphically endowed. In spite of yourself, a soft whistle of air escapes you. She's taking off her trousers now. They're a heap on the floor. Her panties are white and translucent. You can see the dark hair sticking to them inside. There's a design as well. You gasp! Gasp, oh I said! It's written in second person. <gasps> I can't believe it's written in gasp, second person. Gasp, everyone, gasp! No! Oh, <gasps> dun, dun, dun. Thank you. But she showed that? you her vagina. You are likely to be eaten by a group. <laughs> no. Don't read ahead. <laughs> Rapper and cling film. That's always the right choice. Oh, shush. We save that till the end. The cling film is the end. Oh, that's it. Why bother reading that's anymore? True. Okay. <laughs> What's that? You ask. Second person. You see a designer pussy. <laughs> <laughs> the designer pussy does not notice you yet. What do you do? <laughs> North, west, east, run. south, run! Okay, you cannot run, designer pussy fucks you. <laughs> you have scored three points out of 210. <laughs> anyway, you see the designer pussy. Hair razored and ordered in the shape of a swastika. Oh, the no. Aryan denominator. Oh, oh god. That would take some skill. Oh, carefully bejazzled. <laughs> Sneak it in my Hitler hole. As your hands roam her back, her breasts, and trace the swastika on her mound, you start feeling like an ancient Aryan warlord yourself. She sandwiches your nozzle between her teeth. <laughs> nozzle? It's yes, like, a nozzle. It's, what do you call it? I'm a robot of Wolfenstein. <laughs> <laughs> I just in spite of what you say, none of this is happening right now. <laughs> it is. It's happening to all of us. <laughs> she sandwiches all of your nozzles between her tits. 
Massaging it. I'll never be able to use that sink again. <laughs> oh, no. Massaging it with a slow rhythm. A trailer to bookmark the events ahead. For now, she has taken you in her lovely mouth. Oh. Your palms are holding her neck and thumbs are at her ears, regulating the speed at her head as she swallows and then sucks up your machinery. She is topping up your engine oil for the cross country coming up. Your RPM is hitting a new high. To wait any longer would be to lose prime time. She picks up a Bugatti's momentum. You want her more at a Volkswagen steady trot. <laughs> Squeeze the maximum mileage out of your gallon of gas. But she's eating up the road with all the cylinders blazing. You lift her out. You want to try different kinds of fusion. Very many asterisks. <laughs> the end. And then we wrapped them in cling wrap. And there we go. About an hour or so of uh, metaphors and sex and, I, I don't know, anti-sex, whatever that was. Aesir, what did you learn this week? Mm, well, I don't know that I learned anything just yet, but I think, okay, good. I think I'm going to learn what a divorce feels like. <laughs> I see. Yeah, these, uh, these uh, sections are a lot of things, but they're not good for actually getting any sex or anything sexy going. It's, uh, Look, man. I just imagine you... They're big name authors. Yeah. I mean, that that's got to get you some pussy. I don't know. Uh, I'm I'm really hoping. Uh, I, I don't know. Man. This is less Barry White and wine and a nice evening. This is more like Broken Side and horrible metaphors. And please just go home. I think I'm also going to learn if uh, if romance doesn't work, uh, Rohypnol will. Yeah, well, you know. <laughs> and with that creepy ending, we'll leave you to next week. Uh, look at us on the website, check us out, comment, tell us how much you like uh, us reading horrible things for you, and yeah, thanks for listening. And until next week, even if you're not having sex, at least you'll have horrible pubic hair metaphors to tide you over. See ya! I never meant to hurt you Or sleep with all your friends Oh We reconcile, we find ourselves can I read about not busting? <laughs> okay. Let's bring the room that, up after uh, mine. We haven't we haven't really covered that. Yet. <laughs>